Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. While the branding is super important, I don't think it has to be perfect. I don't think it has to, because sometimes people are so focused on that, that they are like analysis paralysis and all that. They won't actually do anything. They just don't do action and you need to actually do something. And another thing, while how you kind of look is really good, but how you actually show up. And this Mm -hmm. is actually really, really key. And I actually, we, we have really put this into place in our sales calls. When I do our, our, you know, for initial onboarding after sales, I just reiterate over and over, you have to, your personal brand has to be led with altruism. If it is not, people will know that you are not authentic and Mm -hmm. you're faking it and, you know, and you cannot fake being on video. People know, Mm -hmm. they know if something is off. You are listening to the Dream Business Podcast, episode 274. You are listening to your Dream Business Podcast, and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. And I hope you had the most wonderful Christmas, because at the time of when this episode is released, it's just gone Christmas 2022. So I hope you had a wonderful time and you enjoyed the rest with your family. Are they saying that? Sometimes it's not a rest, is it? Because sometimes you're mad, busy doing all the other stuff and the children are hyper and there's like a whole rush. Anyway, that's done now for another year. We don't need to worry about it. So this week is the last episode that I have recorded and then I'm taking my break. I don't know how long for. I don't know what it's all about. I just fancied having a break from recording episodes. 
So this is the last one I've recorded and it's with the very lovely Claire who is talking all about branding and how important branding is and how we can make it authentic to us. And I really enjoyed this conversation. It was a nice one to finish on. So I don't think there's anything else for me to say. I will hand over to Claire. It is my pleasure today to welcome the last guest for a while, actually, which is exciting, the lovely Claire Barn. How are you doing, Claire? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. And and I feel so honored, not, you know, to be your, your last guest. So thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. We had a conversation a little while back when I was on yeah. your podcast. So I wanted to make sure we got you on mine because it was a great conversation. We had a lot in common, which was funny. And we ended up talking about all sorts of random stuff. I know. I know. Hilarious, which will not surprise my lovely listeners because I do digress at times. And um, Claire, we always start exactly the same way when you explain to my audience who you are and how you got to do the thing that you do today. Okay. Well, basically, I'm a, a personal brand strategist and I'm the CEO and founder of Claire Bond Group. And we are an omni-channel strategic marketing agency. And basically how it happened, I mean, literally, it was so organic. Started out doing marketing in Fortune 500 companies in New York. I decided to go into acting because it was always a dream of mine, funny enough, and during the last recession. And that I basically used all of that marketing knowledge into marketing myself. Then my acting friends were like, I need you to do that for me. So that's really just how the whole personal branding really started for me. It was like, oh, I need to make sure that, you know, agents and casting directors know who I am just by looking at my photo and things like that. So that's really how it started. And then I founded another business where we basically personally branded people for online dating and LinkedIn. While it was in 2019, while I was pitching my business up in San Francisco, I was actually on a podcast by with a pretty well-known angel investor up there named Jason Calacanis. His podcast is called This Week in Startups. And basically, he came up with the idea of Claire Bond Group. He said he was a, one of the original investors in Uber. And he said, you know what? You started at Uber X. You need to start at Uber Black. He's like, I need you to, instead of helping the, you know, the masses, you need to, you know, go up level. And he's like, I want you to, you know, he's like, go and find, you know, million dollar listing. Those guys that are on that show on Bravo, if you guys watch it in the UK, yeah. those are, those are your clients. I want the, that's what I want you to do. My very first client, at the end of 2019 was an angel investor. He's still a client today. And that is how we started. So it was like, literally someone suggested it. I was like, I know how to do this because I'm a marketer. And yeah, that's just that's really how it started. So it just kind of snowballed. And yeah, so there's so kind of many, like you just skimmed over this story that touched on yeah. like this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing yeah. and this thing. So I've got to go back to the acting. Okay. So what did you do? Why did you stop doing it? Like, was it always your dream? Uh, it was always my dream. I was like that kid that would like talk to myself in the mirror and I would be <laughs> accepting my Oscar and that was me. So it was one of the things that it, it kind of was kind of pushed into it. My, I lost my mother in 20, 2006 and it was kind of like you, when you lose someone that's very, if you've ever lost someone, it's like so important to your life, obviously, as your mother would be as a 20 year old, 20 something. Jeez. And so I just was like, you know what? I, I yeah, I, I can't like, my can't, life can't end with me having these things that I've never tried, these dreams that I never went for. I can't, that's just not how I want to live my life. So that's what really was the impetus to do it. 
And then obviously I got laid off. <laughs> so then it was like, okay, well, yeah. no one's hiring Thanks. me because it was I'll 2009. Try it. try it. So that's really just kind of how it started. And I did, that's actually what kind of made me move here. I moved here in 20, 2012 because I was like more TV and film was being shot here than in New mm-hmm. York. I was in New York at the time. Um, that has since changed. Yeah, the world has just changed. Things started moving mm-hmm. to to Vancouver, moving to Toronto, moving to, you know, Atlanta has a lot of the, what used to be the Los Angeles, like workers, like one of our, oh, our friends who was a cinematographer, he literally, he like split his time. His family lived here in, in Los Angeles and he was living in Atlanta because his, his kids were in high school. Wow. And he's like, I don't want to uproot, you know, move them to Atlanta. They need to finish high school and then... The, his wife yeah. moved out and yeah, it really, so the, the industry changed. So that's kind of why I stopped doing okay. it. The industry really changed. Yeah. Uh, but funny enough, I I do have my team queued up. I, I found my, I got it. I did a target commercial. It was for the hot, like a holiday commercial in like 2003, 13, actually. Um, and so I have, I, I have them, they're going to post I that. It. I did like a Walmart commercial. Uh, like I just, it, it was fun and I really enjoyed it, but the sad part is, is that, I mean, because everything was turning to be non-union instead of SAG, mm-hmm. you really didn't get paid what you were worth, what people used yeah. to get paid. And you could no longer live on what you made. So I was like, I was not satisfied. It's really mm-hmm. hard to be satisfied if you're doing something and it doesn't pay your bills. It doesn't. Yeah, no. You know, and, and you yeah. feel kind you've of. You've got to love what your, you do. Yeah. But you've got to be and, paid. And, <laughs> yeah. And. The other thing that kind of bothered me is I felt I felt used. They used mm. me. They used my face. They used me. And I, yeah, I just felt used. I was like, here you are, you know, do your thing. I'm going to pay you nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's used. So yeah, that's, that's how sucks. I felt. So I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So the very last thing I did was a Nissan commercial. Okay. So anyway, who I was, was like, I don't most, want to do it anymore. Who was the most famous <laughs> person you met while doing acting? The first thing I ever did, I was doing like a background for Sex in the City 2. I didn't meet them, but I saw I said they had skin in the bathroom, but that's not anything. The thing that I think was most interesting is one of my friends, Adrian Martinez, he has gone on. He was my, like, someone in my class, and he was yeah. gone on to be in a lot of TV shows, been in movies oh. with, like, Will Smith, and her name is escaping me now. But anyway, but yeah, been in a lot of stuff. And so he, that one was, was kind of cool. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. we still like DM each other on Instagram and things, but yeah, it, that was actually kind of a fun one. I you was, see the people that, you know, actually yeah, do well. Doing, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I was saying to you before we came on that my friends live in LA and yeah. I made the mistake once of asking him, he's been in LA. They've been there like 16 years. And I made the mistake once of saying, have you, have you ever seen anybody famous? Now, they were my husband's friends and I. this was the first time I met them. And he went, yeah. no, not really. And then for the rest of the week that we were there, literally, oh, yeah, no, saw this person. Oh, yeah, been biking with this person. Oh, yeah, to the point where I wish I'd never asked because it was like, all right, now you can stop telling me all the people you've seen. But yeah, it's yeah. so funny. It's, and yeah, you do. Okay, you, do. So, you just see them all the time. Even so in New York. That And honestly, it kind of blows my mind. It blows my mind. <laughs> So we went from acting and then you started the personal branding and you started personal Uh, branding for people for dating sites. Like, how did you get into that? Did you have to like do the DMing for them? No, 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 no. Because that would be very interesting. We're kind of debating whether we 
just shudder it because Claire Bond Group is really just taking all of our energy. It's yeah. called Online Profile Pros. And basically they would come to us and they would book a photographer, dating coach. It started out where they would just book a photographer and then we kind of folded it into a whole package where they would get a dating coach, you know, wardrobe stylist, the whole thing. So we kind wow. of up-leveled it a little bit from there. But yeah, so it would just be like the photos and your profile and that kind of thing. So we never got into the whole, like, I'm going to chat for you or things like that. That was not what we did. Imagine, could you imagine? (laughs) Like, and that's so interesting because actually I think that's like, when it comes to personal branding, that is personal branding. Like, it is. Yeah. You know, it's not the kind of stuff that people maybe always think about paying for. Right. But like, so I, I don't know, I've told you this story, but my, I met my husband online and I had been married before and I got divorced and he'd been married before and was going through a divorce. And my husband evidently did not bring someone in to help him with his profile because his photos were selfies, but they were like looking down. So he had about five chins as he was doing it. And because I'm a nice person, he didn't look all that right, but he was really nice to talk to. And I was like, do you know what? I'll meet him. I went and met him and it was like being catfished, but the other way round. My husband is hot, right? He's a good looking guy. But because he took these dreadful pictures (laughs) and like his profile was not all that, like I won. Like I seriously won in that case uh, because luckily (laughs) I am am not like the type of person to go, oh, you're horrible. But yeah, because he just didn't know how to do a dating profile because obviously he, like I, had never had to date because we'd be married and, you know, we got divorced. So but I love that. That's great. That's so interesting. Okay, so. Let's talk about personal branding then, because yes, when people like, so I came from big corporate marketing and like yep. talking about branding and all the conversations around it, it was huge and it's big oh and it's my- important and they spend millions and oh hours and all that sort of the stuff. The colors and the theory yes. behind the colors, you're like, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, the detail yeah. in it. But what I find is talking to business owners, personal brands, the other side, like it's almost from one end of the spectrum to the other. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. unless I'm this big, massive company with millions to spare and a big team, brand isn't important to me. Like, I'll just shove a logo up and it's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. how do we, how do you explain to people the importance of having a strong brand? I mean, it's actually funny because I'm kind of getting, I'm putting together like a uh, an upcoming speech that I'm doing. So I'll give you kind of pieces of that. Basically, okay. I feel like it's not like a PC thing to be like, people are judgmental, but mm-hmm. we are. We yeah. are always, you everything that you do, because, you know, I have a, I have a coach that, that said, you know, when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. So when mm-hmm. I say yes to doing this, I can't do anything else but this. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I have to judge whether being on this podcast is a good idea for me. Mm-hmm. That is your personal brand. That that you know that is it, cut and dry. It is because you have a strong personal brand that I'm on the show. Do you see what I'm saying? And the reason I'm on your show okay. is because yeah. you made a judgment call that I was worth having on your show. So yes. when people are like, oh, I, it's not important, it totally is because you have to make a judgment call. You, mm-hmm. Whether it's your intuition, your gut instinct, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, you will make that, that you know, judgment, first impression, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So do you want to leave a good first impression? Do you want someone to always say yes to you? 
then work on your personal brand. That's just it. It's human nature. So we can go, we can say it doesn't exist, but we all know it does because it's human nature. So we can be like, it doesn't matter, but it does. It does. And it does. And I when I started my business, I was I was really fortunate that obviously I've been in marketing a long time and I knew designers and I knew website builders and I knew so I did have a pretty good brand from the beginning because mm-hmm. the designer who did it knew me really well. So therefore it was very easy for him to convert me into a brand. And then I've always used a branding person since. Like yeah. but because I was helping and teaching and supporting other business owners. I had to look a certain way. I couldn't be saying to my members or my students or people, I'm working with a few people in my 90 day program at the moment who are just starting. I couldn't Mm -hmm. say to them, yeah, you know, just like you've got to spend time working on a brand if mine looks dreadful or if I didn't show up properly. Yeah. But I think also part of it is you kind of... I, while the branding is super important, I don't think it has to be perfect. I don't think it has to, because sometimes people are so focused on that, that they are like analysis paralysis and all that. They won't yeah. actually do anything. Yeah. They just don't do action and you need to actually do something. And another thing, while how you kind of look is really good, but how you actually show up. And this mm-hmm. is actually really, really key. And I actually, we, we have really put this into place in our sales calls when I do our, our, you know, for initial onboarding after sales. I just reiterate over and over. You have to, your personal brand has to be led with altruism. If it is not, people will know that you are not authentic and you're mm-hmm. faking it. And, you know, and you cannot fake being on video. People know, they mm-hmm. know if something is off. And the the crazy thing is we had this this client that we we decided to part ways with because we could not get this person to see our way. And it was always like, buy my book, buy my book. I literally did a podcast where it was like how to get, you know, how to sell your book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I literally was like, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You know, so there's this kind of a, a you have to, things have to look good, look cohesive, but mm-hmm. truthfully, you can, people will forgive a lot of that if you, you know, if you are actually authentic, if people think that you actually are, want to help people. And it's not a lie. If you are faking it or I, I know there's a lot of people out there. They, they have this kind of, you know, like they, they talk down to you. Oh, yes. little person, I am going to help you. You are so yes. dumb because you can't oh. do this without me. And Ooh. therefore I'm the savior here, you know. I've been that. told that I have to give you this information, you dumbass. You know, and you're like, yeah, basically. Then you have the yeah. opposite of the person that's like even better than them, even mm. higher level. That's just like, here's all the information. Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are yeah. the people that will actually excel. I think you're right. I think, like you said, it, you know, and again, I'm working with these people who are just starting out, and it's like, okay, you do, you know, we need to create a brand for you. And, 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 I do not say I'm a brand strategist, you know, I coach people, I help you, yeah. but, but obviously the first point of these two businesses is they need a something. Okay. But I mm-hmm. literally gave them time, like they're doing it themselves. So they don't have the budget to bring someone in. And I said to them, right, I'm going to give you two hours. You're not allowed to spend more than two hours researching what you like. And then you're not allowed to spend more than two hours creating something. Because if I give you all the hours in the world, you are going to spend the next six months mm-hmm making something beautiful. And I said to them, and also 
it changes. Like literally today, as we're recording this, I am introducing a new color into my palette because mm. it just doesn't quite feel right anymore. So, so I've been messing and I've been doing it myself, although I do have some do my branding, but I wanted to mess around and see what colors I liked and see how it was working. And so it tweaks and changes all the time. Yeah. It isn't one and done, is it? No. I mean, we changed our colors. I think it was this year. I used to have like a different purple that I was using. And now I've gone to a much deeper purple that I kind of felt I, purple is my thing and purple is mm-hmm. creativity and a lot of those kind of things. But I felt like the darker color was kind of more luxury, more kind of my brand, especially kind of the clients that we have and things like that. So yes, it evolves. And mm-hmm. what's actually interesting is I was working with with another client, again, just really didn't see a, eye to eye. They just didn't kind of want to go with the flow on a lot of stuff. And they were like, who are my avatars? Like after like two months, who's my ideal client? Who are all these things? And I go, here's the thing. <laughs> I can tell you based on research, this is who they are, mm. but it's really just on paper. It yeah. doesn't really mean anything because yeah. here's the truth. I would have never considered you to be my ideal client two years ago. Mm. My brand has evolved. And now yes. you are my ideal client. But if yeah. I had closed it off and I didn't, and I made sure that I wasn't talking to you and I used words and things like that, that was like, I don't want to talk to you. I would mm-hmm. have alienated you and you wouldn't have come to me. So yeah, she would hear it, but wouldn't actually want to understand it and use it. But that's another thing that's really so important is that if, you, yeah, things evolve, things change, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. If that's what your gut, so important, your gut. If that's what your gut mm-hmm. is saying, like you were saying, the colors weren't right, mm-hmm. then go with it. Just yeah. And what's don't the worst be that can so happen? like I change yeah. it. I don't like it. Yeah. I change it again. Like, and yeah. the thing is, because I am so, and this is exactly what you're saying. It, my brand is me. Like my brand is is me. Yes, I might tweak and change my colors, but I'm still the present, the consistent, the the thing. The other mm-hmm. thing I wanted to talk to you about was one of the problems that one of the the people I'm working with at the moment has got is they have so many amazing elements to them. Okay. So they have like a a masculine element and a feminine element. And they like, they, they're really kind of like their personality have all these aspects and that it's really interesting and fascinating. And we, we literally had a conversation the other day where I said to them, you know, you don't have to get all that in a brand, don't you? Because it's going to be virtually impossible. And Mm -hmm. And that, all those things can come out in so many other ways, can't they? Mm-hmm. Can you speak you just, to that for a bit? I mean, basically, you just have to, you have to start somewhere. Mm. And, you know, we have a lot, this is kind of what I think you mean, because you said masculine feminine energy. So, I mean, is it, this person has like a lot of like strengths, like things that they do really well. Is that what you're mm-hmm. kind of, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So basically they, they have a, persona that is a very strong coach from a sports yeah. background. So okay. it's a very like, imagine like a sports coach, really strong. They use yeah. a lot of like flow charts and strategies and mm. things, but then they have this very beautiful feminine energy that mm. is, that is kind and loving and caring and, and everything they do is done with this element of love. And it's, mm-hmm. there are these two kind of real juxtapositions of their, of their personality and 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 we were going through like who they were as a person and what they want to be seen as and and how they want to work and this sort of thing. And and I think what was trying to happen and what we've put a stop to is is we were trying to pour all that into one brand. Like, and it's like, 
as in when I say brand, as in one logo, it's never going to mm. happen. Like it, it's really, you know, yeah, you can create a logo and it'll look a certain way, but actually there's so much more to you and your brand than just that logo. So it's it was kind of trying to say to them, we need to get something you're happy with, obviously, but we also want to, you know, make sure we're not spending too much time on this because there are other ways in which we can demonstrate this stuff. There are other ways we can show these various sides of you. So I'm basically kind of what what all this of you've said have kind of like diagnosed one of the things to me that's that's okay. I'm like, ah, that's I had a client that was similar to that. She was so fixated on the freaking logo. Oh my goodness. And then so many other things. She literally had a gaggle of very mean women in her life that were constantly telling her, you're not good enough. You're pretty enough. You're, you're fat. You're all these things. Oh, it was horrible. We only got to the, <laughs> when she finally kind of divulged some of that information, but I could tell. So when you have someone that's very insecure, they get fixated on these teeny things. They have to be so perfect. They don't want to move forward unless it, you don't understand them unless it's this way. And da, 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 da. But they are unhappy with themselves. They are constantly being bombarded by negative energy. They have negative energy and in self-talk to themselves. So ultimately, it's that person that has a lot of negativity that you have to then work through. And it's extremely difficult. I've had many clients like this and we don't, we work on not getting them anymore because it's not a good fit. I can't, I can't fix you. And we usually end up kind of like breaking up with them because it's just, it's too hard because you ultimately have to just be able to let go of that. Yeah. Go with the logo. We could change it next week. It yeah. really doesn't matter. It doesn't yes. matter. When you're talking about somebody that has that type of, you know, I, they can coach somebody, they can get people behind them. And then they also have empathy and yes. people know that they actually care. That person is primed and ready to be on video because people will yes. know that they're authentic and truthful. Yes. They're so focused on the stupid thing that needs nothing. Yeah. And Just that's what we were saying. Video. Yeah. Like, you know, we can create a logo and that's great. And she's going to create a logo and it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. But when someone has, and and I said I was the same, you know, I've got a very kind of strong authoritative background in terms yeah. of my knowledge about marketing, in terms of who I've worked with and what I do. And I take that really yeah. seriously that I know what I'm talking about. But then I have this very funny, stupid, hilarious, like, and, and I was told in the corporate world, people wouldn't take me seriously because I laughed a lot, which is just <laughs> ridiculous. What? Like, but... But I, and I think we all have these varying parts of us. And then I also have this, you know, part of me that cares about the mindset thing and gets to know my audience and genuinely knows them and cares for them. And I'm a huge empath and it's a real problem because I have trouble turning that off. But like, yeah. but again, one logo, one color, one thing, one strap line is not going to cover all that off. And like you said, the reason it doesn't I guess have people to no. Because we can use all these other mediums in which yeah, to demonstrate those amazing qualities. To. Yeah. 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 I, and it I, can't well, with anybody no. on it. I actually, there's there's someone that I'm doing private coaching with who's very, oh my, the, the preconceived notions coming into the, the session. And I told this person, I was like, listen, here's the deal. Like, I call it my New Yorks, but I'm just blunt. I am straightforward. I am like, mm -mm. I hold this person accountable. I am truthful to just, I was like, what are you doing? 
they they're like, wow, no one's ever been like, I love this. I love mm-hmm. that you like know and you have facts and you know what you're talking about. And you anyway, I literally took this person from from over here, all sorts of like, I'm gonna be sitting here and pontificating about mm. the color theory and the this for for a year before I decide whether I'm going to do this or whether what are you doing? Why? Just get out there and do something. Because mm. there are people that actually need your help. And and they were like, oh, okay. I hadn't thought of that. You're like, so I'm literally like, I'm just, I, while I am empathetic and, and those kind of things, mm-hmm. I believe in action because inaction, it has no purpose. And I just, I truly, I can't deal with it because I am very action oriented. I'm a very goal oriented person. So I'm the one that's going to be like the swip kick in your, you know, I'm going to be like, <laughs> let's do it. Yes, Come on. Yes. I, I and- can't. Yeah. There's no reason to be sitting on the sidelines where your co- yes. competition is out there with a horrible logo. They don't yeah. care about their yeah. ideal audience. <laughs> like they're giving yeah. the wrong information. And that's so interesting because I think when people think personal brand, where they hear the word brand, they hear logo. And yeah, it's like, no. no, it's it's so much more than that. And it's funny, yeah. like the you know, the conversations I've been having with these few people that are at, at starting point, it's like, we just need something. You just need something because going forward, you're then gonna have trouble like only with yourself in terms of putting stuff on social media or mm-hmm. what a website might look like or but it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be bang on brilliant like mm-hmm. i have had three logos since starting like i have changed my website three or four times like i'm just about to introduce some more colors because i'm not happy with just the colors i've got like it can change mm-hmm. into, and we change you know we change as people but also because the other thing that was really interesting is i was interviewed the other day for a podcast and she said to me how do you know when you need to charge more or who you need to work with properly and how long do you have to be in business for? And I was like, you know, it's not as hard and fast as that, but the more you do something, the more you realize what you like, what you don't like, what you're good at, who you like working with. Like you said, you had a a client that wouldn't have been a client a few years ago. So mm-hmm. that it it will always evolve just for that very reason, because the world evolves and we evolve and everything changes. So it's just a case yeah. of, do you know what, if I'm happy enough with how this is now, and like you said, there are some people out there with God awful stuff, like literally the worst of the worst of the worst. Yeah. So, but they're out there. So it, it mm-hmm. is that action. I'm, I'm totally, totally on board with you. Yeah. And, and I mean, when to, I don't know. I mean, for, for like, we've, we're constantly in the thing of like, you know, do we raise our prices and, and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, the economy definitely makes you raise your, your prices, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to pay for your staff and things like that. But for us, I mean, once you kind of get to a point and you're like, your business is booming and things like that, you're like, okay, I kind of need to like, you know, I kind of need to make this a little mm-hmm. bit more upscale, a little bit. Or if you see that the clients you're taking on are not the right ones, you need yes. to change your packages. So we really went through a major overhaul, I would say probably last year. Was it last year, like middle of last year, super overhaul. And that just really evolved a lot of the 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 clients that we took on. We raised prices considerably. And all of a sudden everything kind of went boom. Mm. Because I figured out what people actually wanted and I made sure the packages were what they wanted for the mm. outcome they wanted. 
So instead of here's the stuff I'm going to lump together, it was more like, here's the outcome that this can mm-hmm. give you. So what is the outcome worth? Yeah, That's how we priced. So, And again, you know, I've just been through an exercise where I increased all my prices dramatically. And I feel so good talking about them now. Like, mm-hmm. because they now finally align with me and yeah. my personal brand and my value and who I am as a person. Whereas right. I was presenting this and my brand values were things like luxury and VIP and mm-hmm. integrity and all of these kind of good things. So I was presenting that and I was coming across as that. And I was, you know, I put on an event and it was a really beautiful event at a stunning hotel. And, you know, so everything about me and my brand said that, but my pricing said something else. And we we talked about this on my podcast, didn't we? We were talking about how you were very luxury and your prices were like... Yeah, like, they were like PJ economy. Or something you're like, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. And no yeah. one bought because of yeah. that reason, because it just yeah. wasn't in the line. So again, it's like, it's everything. It's literally yeah. like every tiny little bit that goes into you and your business is mm-hmm. your brand. How you speak to people, how you show up on calls, how you like, yes. you know, mix with your team. You know, everything mm-hmm. is about that, isn't it? I love yes. it. I love it so, so much. Claire, thank you so much. I'm so conscious of your time. I really appreciate you being on and being the last podcast guest. Thank you. It's very exciting. This Um, has been so much fun, Teresa. I'm so glad that we were able to be on each other's podcast and such a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, we have so much that aligns. It's it's just brilliant. Yeah. We always link up to everything in the show notes, but where do you hang out most? Where can people come say hi? I mean, truthfully, the best place to find me is clairebond.com. And you'll be able to find, you know, my YouTube channel, Instagram, you know, LinkedIn, everything. So awesome. I'm really everywhere because I believe in that omni-channel approach. But clearbond.com is really my hub where you can find all sorts of stuff from blogs, just anything and everything is there. Awesome. Thank you so very much, Claire. It's been fabulous to have you on. Thank you so much. There we go. That was the lovely Claire. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Like I said, that's the final for a while. We're just doing solo episodes from now on. Also, if you are listening to this in kind of real time and it is between Christmas and New Year, I would like to wish you an absolutely amazing New Year. And here is to a phenomenal 2023. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 